We're zooming in to Caesars Entertainment's big executive shuffle, a real game of musical chairs. Plus, we've gotten the inside scoop from Wall Street's crystal ball on gaming stocks for 2024. And hold on to your seats, folks, because we've also got a now showing segment that's gonna blow your mind. We're featuring QuickSense revolutionary IQ2 hardware platform, a game changer from gaming and sports betting experiences. It's all happening here. So grab your coffee, kick back, and let's get this show on the road. And shout out to our 2024 premiere show sponsor, Acres Manufacturing, for powering up all our episodes with their trailblazing gaming solutions. All right, Vegas fans, let's dive into the neon-lit heart of the Strip, where there's a big shuffle happening in the entertainment decks of Caesars Entertainment. Hold on to your poker chips, because this isn't just a simple hand change. It's a scene straight out of Vegas blockbuster. Caesars Entertainment, known for its glitz and glam, has cut ties with several top-level executives. We're talking about industry bigwigs like Chris Yancey, Amy Naples, and a whole entourage of others. That's a whole lot of talent taking a final bow. And if that's not enough, Here's the kicker. The same day these pros left the building, Amy Grassa stepped up as the new Senior Vice President of Entertainment. Talk about timing, right? Grassa stepping up from her previous role as Senior VP of Ticketing. Seems like there's a new queen in the Caesars Entertainment Kingdom. What's cooking behind the curtains, you ask? Well, Caesars isn't spilling the beans just yet. They're keeping their cards close to their chest on this one. But let me tell you, this move is reshaping their entertainment division big time. It's like a new shoe with a fresh cast, but the plot is under wraps. Despite Despite this major shakeup, Caesars is still the go-to for headliner acts. We're talking chart toppers like Kelly Clarkson who just rocked New Year's Eve and ever popular Miranda Lambert. Plus the Coliseum at Caesars Palace is still the home to legends like Adele and Garth Brooks. Not all stages are staying lit. Remember Cleopatra's Barge? The iconic venue is sailing off in the sunset. Soon it'll be the new home of Caspian's Caviar and Cocktails. Talk about a transformation from historical to a culinary hotspot. As the strip experiences this entertainment reshuffle, let's turn our chips to another side of Vegas. From the bright stage lights to the analytical glow of Wall Street screens, we're diving into the world of gaming stocks and what 2024 holds for Sin City's iconic strips and local casinos. David Katz from Jeffrey's Equities Research has rolled the dice on his predictions for 2024. And let me tell you, it's more thrilling than a game of high stakes poker. The Vegas strip and local casinos are strutting into 2024 like high rollers at a VIP table. Despite grappling with rising labor and utility costs, they're still the darlings of the casino world. Caesars and MGM are lighting up the strip brighter than ever, while Red Rock Resorts is the new kid on the block, turning heads with its Durango Casino Resort. Katz is all in on these big names, betting that they'll continue to dazzle the casino cosmos. But it's not just about the bright lights of Vegas. Regional casinos are playing a different game. 2023 was a bit of a roller coaster for them, and 2024 looks like it's gonna keep that ride going. Katz is eyeing minimal growth and tighter margins. But hey, that's the game, right? Churchill Downs, though, they're galloping ahead. It's the eye on the prize. Katz is betting on their growth avenues, and let's just say their odds are looking good. Now let's jet set over to Macau. It's getting back on its feet post-COVID, but the Chinese economy is throwing some curveballs. Katz Crystal Ball says Macau's gaming revenues are inching closer to pre-COVID days, but hey, it's still a bit of a gamble. Back on the home front, Caesars and MGM are raking in Katz buy ratings while Wynn's playing it cool with a hold. Each has their own game plan from digital dexterity to tackling those rising costs. So what's the key takeaway? Vegas is still the big player. Regional casinos are keeping the game interesting, and Macau, well, it's anyone's bet. 
For those Wall Street analysts, they're watching the casino world like hawks, ready to call the next big win. From the high stakes world of Wall Street predictions, we're now shifting gears to the vibrant heart of Vegas. It's a story about the people who keep the neon lights shining and the dice rolling. We're talking about the backbone of Vegas, the Culinary Workers Union, and their looming strike deadline. The Culinary Workers Union Local 226, alongside the Bartenders Local 165, have drawn a line in the sand, a strike deadline set for February 2nd at the crack of dawn. We're talking about 7,700 hospitality workers from 21 properties across the Strip in downtown Vegas. They're the heart and soul of the city, and right now they're in the thick of contract negotiations. It's high tensions with high stakes. This isn't just any deadline. It's coming up just nine days before Vegas hosts the grand spectacle of Super Bowl 58. Imagine the strip buzzing with football fans and right there a potential strike, like a scene from a movie. But this is real life, folks. Remember when MGM Resorts, Caesars, and Wynn Resorts clinched a deal with the union back in November? That was a big win for workers, a whopping 32% salary bump for over five years. But the battle's not over. There's still properties playing catch-up, trying to mirror those wage increases and benefits. If these talks don't find common ground by February 2nd, we might witness history, a strike like never before at properties like Circus Circus, Rio, and Sahara. It's not just about wages, it's about respect, job security, and adapting to new tech without losing the human touch. That's what makes Vegas well, Vegas. Ted Papa George, the voice of the union, says it clear. No one's itching for a strike, but they're ready to stand their ground. The union's message is strong and clear. They've got each other's backs every step of the way. All right, thrill seekers, it's time for our now showing segment. And today's showcase is made possible by one of our new fabulous segment sponsors, Infi gifts. So without further ado, let's dive into the latest innovation that are reshaping the gaming landscape. We're thrilled to spotlight Quicksense's latest launch, the IQ2 hardware platform. Revealed at ICE 2024, this all-in-one platform is a powerhouse designed to meet a spectrum of gaming and sports betting requirements. It's the perfect blend of increased power, advanced functionality, and affordability, making it a game changer, especially in cost-sensitive markets. Powered by Intel's 12th generation Elder Lake N, the IQ2 impresses with its passive cooling and fast memory access, doubling the CPU performance from the previous generation. What does this mean for players? Smoother, more impressive experiences, whether they're spinning reels or placing sports bets. Quicksense platform, adaptable in various configurations, boosts integrated LED stripped interface, up to 16 GB main memory, and Intel UHD graphics supporting up to three displays. It's a tech marvel, meeting the requirements of global gaming jurisdictions and enhanced by specialist software suite solutions. This is where Quicksense shines, optimizing game development and easing regulatory concerns, letting creators focus on crafting stellar player experiences. Quicksense's dedication to the gaming and sports betting sector means they'll offer products and solutions that truly understand and meet the industry's unique demands. From the gaming floor to the sports betting kiosk, Quixens platforms are designed to drive innovation and efficiency. As we wrap up this segment, another huge shout out to InfiGifts for making this all possible. Remember, with InfiGifts, you're not just gifting, you're reimagining casino loyalty, realigning player experiences, and revitalizing rewards. It's casino gifting redefined your way. We're back with a story that's making waves in Wisconsin. 
The Kenosha Common Council has just cast their votes, and it's a thumbs up for a new Hard Rock Casino, a decision that's splitting the community right down the middle. In one corner, we've got the union workers and the Minomini Indian tribe, all set to roll the dice on this $350 million project. They're not just building a casino, they're constructing dreams, folks. We're talking about 850 construction jobs, 150 hotel room, and a thousand more jobs when the doors swing open. But hold on, it's not all high fives and jackpot chimes. There's another side to this coin. Some Kenoshi residents are voicing concerns. They're worried that this bet could be high stakes, fearing increased crime, maybe more drunk drivers hitting their streets. It's a classic tale of hope and apprehension. With the tribe looking at this casino as a game changer to lift them out of poverty, there's more red tape to cut through. This plan still needs a nod from the Federal Bureau of Indian Affairs and the Wisconsin Governing Office. Circling back, remember the 2015 setback when Governor Scott Walker said no dice to the similar proposal well, the tribe's hoping for better luck this time around. So what's it gonna be, Kenosha? A jackpot win for economic growth or a risky roll of the dice for the community? Only time will tell. As for now, the ball's still spinning in the roulette wheel of the community debate. All right, gaming and casino fans, let's finish this episode off with a topic that's buzzing in the casino world. We're talking about the future of iGaming, and it's all going down at a major gaming conference in Fort Lauderdale. Picture this, about 300 key players, including state lawmakers from 29 states, regulators, and industry executives all under one roof. All geared up to dive into the potential expansion of iGaming and the nitty gritty of its regulations. Just a year ago in Las Vegas, there was a big buzz that iGaming might roll out beyond the six states, or it's already a hit. We're looking at places like New York, Maryland, Louisiana, and maybe even North Carolina stepping into the iGaming arena. But as we know, the dice doesn't always roll as expected. Some states like Indiana, New Hampshire, seem to have backed off the table, while others like New York and Maryland are still in the game. The big question here is, can iGaming be the jackpot states are looking for? Now, throw in changing tides of state finances post-pandemic, and you've got states eyeing iGaming as a potential cash cow to fill their coffers. It's not just about the money though. The conference is also putting a spotlight on responsible gaming. They're talking about setting up the right kind of guardrails to keep things in check if iGaming gets the green light. But here's the curveball. They're also diving into daily fantasy sports. The big debate? Are some of those DFS games crossing the line into sports betting territory? It's a gray area that's got regulators and operators in a big tangle. So what's the takeaway from all this? Well, the iGaming landscape is shifting, and everyone's trying to read the right table. Will more states ante up and join the iGaming club? Will DFS find its rightful place in the gaming ecosystem? It's all up in the air, but one thing's for sure, the gaming world is watching closely. And that's a wrap for episode 31 of the CDC Gaming Show. We've rolled the highs and lows of the gaming world, and I hope you guys enjoyed the ride as much as I have. Don't forget, if you liked what you heard, give us a thumbs up and subscribe for more weekly updates. Your support keeps this show spinning. I'm Casey Gonzalez, saying keep your game sharp, your luck charmed. Until next time, stay safe, Keep the good times rolling and see you next week.